Hey friends, welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. I'm Heather Avis. I'm Mercedes. And I'm Micah Boyette. And this is the Siblings episode. So I have three kids with three kids. Two have Down syndrome. So one, I guess, technically is a sibling who doesn't have Down syndrome. But I guess the other two are also <laughs> siblings because of Down syndrome. I don't know. It gets a little tricky. Three kids. <laughs> right, right, right. All of whom are siblings. One is a sibling of two who have Down syndrome. There you <laughs> right. go. Okay, you got it. That. Um, Mercedes here, and I have three kiddos. My oldest daughter, Sunflower, has Down syndrome. And I have two boys, younger, and they don't. and i'm i'm micah and so i'm the opposite well not totally the opposite but i've got two older kids who are typically developing and they are august who's nine brooks who's six and then i have ace little ace face and he is almost three and he's he's the dude with down syndrome and then the other two are his siblings. Awesome. Yeah. There we go. So good. Somehow they're all siblings. They are right. all siblings. They're it's amazing siblings. how that works. I, <laughs> I also feel, yeah, like as an adoptive mom, my kids have other siblings. It's just yeah. the same thing. It's tricky, but yeah. for now, three kids Right. for me. Okay, so we are so excited for our guests today yes, on this episode. Are. I don't know that we could have better guests. I'm so honored that they're here. Um, there is an Instagram account called Jimbo is the man. I think underscore Jimbo underscore is underscore the underscore man. We'll have all these <laughs> things um, available for you guys to find easily. But I don't even know how I found the Instagram, but I was hooked. Like the second I saw this family and then I remember there was a picture of Jimbo dancing. And I think I made a comment about with his sisters or who are these people? And one of the sisters commented back and said, he has six sisters. I'm like, well, wait a second here. Who's this amazing man with six? He has seven sisters. <laughs> seven <laughs> sisters. Jimbo is the man. With seven sisters. With seven sisters. And how many brothers? Three. I'm getting seven. Three. Wow. Three. So how many brothers. is that total that your mom and dad have? Eleven. Eleven. Oh. Wow. I love that so So much. I love the idea of this man with Down syndrome with seven sisters. Six was good, but seven, right? What a great little picture that is. Right. Um, and so then Completely found out that they live nearby, and we did a meetup with our Instagram, and then the... A handful of the family came um, and we met Jimbo and it was amazing and I just was blown away by this family um, my daughter Mason who's nine and has Down syndrome absolutely adores him and anytime we see a man like a man with Down syndrome <laughs> older uh, Mason's like oh mom Jimbo is that Jimbo and she's wanting it to be and we see you guys only once a year or so and every time Mason is so excited and just adores him so your family has been such a gift to me to get to watch, and um, we're going to let you tell us a little bit about yourselves and about Jimbo and about your childhood, and we have some questions and things, um, and ages and all that. You don't have to tell us your age, but his age, <laughs> how much older and younger you are, we can do the math. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so we're just excited to have adults, right? Like right, people yes. who are with their sibling who is an adult and parents are no longer around. What does that look like? I know that that has been a conversation I've had with a lot totally. of p- new parents. Like, right. what does this mean for my child, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the first things I thought about when Ace was born, Right. is what about 20 years from now? 
And um, that's something that we've been discussing as we've talked about this sibling episode and why we're excited to talk to you guys, um, Pam and Julie, because we've been thinking about what does it look like to raise our typically developing kids to fully celebrate and yes. embrace their siblings with Down syndrome. And come alongside them. Yes, right. and to do that throughout their lives in yes. every stage of their lives. And what does it look like to do it in a healthy way where we're not putting pressure mm-hmm. on what, ex, laying down expectations that are too much for them to carry. Um, I think also, I, I've thought a lot about what does it look like to help my older kids understand Down syndrome and understand um, as they as they age and see more fully what Down syndrome means for Ace's life. So I um, my my son told me I could share the story if I didn't say his name. So I won't say it. But when Ace was around one, we had we'd read books about Down syndrome. We'd watched videos. We'd been we we'd seen older people with Down syndrome, but never, my son had never had a face-to-face conversation with an older person with Down syndrome. And we were with my sister-in-law and she had invited a friend over. And he was in college um, and very high functioning. Like we had this amazing conversation. I was so excited because my son was there and he was like part of it. And I felt like he was gonna walk away going, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And instead we walked away and he, he was crushed. And we had to have a, a really tearful, painful conversation where he had had this recognition that, that Ace was gonna be different and that um, maybe the world wasn't gonna see him the way that he saw Ace. And, um, and that conversation was was painful to hold him and let him cry and realize that he is like actually grieving the way that, that I had grieved when I had my prenatal diagnosis and that I had long since moved past, mm. but um, this was the first time it was hitting him. So as we're thinking about those things, what does it mean to give our kids space mm-hmm. to feel what they feel and to feel it at different stages of their siblings' lives, um, and also to believe in their sibling with the intensity and hope and joy that we believe in our kids with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So, um, so now we should let you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's some tears on the camera. Lovely. Tissues are out. Oh. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes. So we we feel like we know Jimbo from from Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've never met him, but I I love his his gentleness, his joy. It's so apparent, and um, and we would just love for you to do a little introducing of Jimbo to us. What does he love to do? Um, where does he live? What does his life look like right now? Whew. Maybe, okay. sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. maybe introduce yourselves. So yes, tell us on yes. Mike who you are and how, where you're all at in the line of 11, how about? Okay, okay so your name, okay. where you live, maybe a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Julie. I am Jimbo's older sister. <laughs> <laughs> I am the seventh in line of 11. Jimbo is ninth in line. And this is... Hi, I'm Pam. 
and I'm the baby. I'm the 11th. You're the baby. <laughs> the baby. Yeah, so um, we live in the Long Beach area, and he, Jimbo lives between our houses. Okay. I live with, I am an empty nester. I have four adult daughters and eight grandkids. Oh, <laughs> fun. Yeah. And um, Jimbo lives with my husband and I every other week, and then he lives with... Every other week, yeah. And I am also an empty nester. My two grown children are out, and I have one grandchild. Um, I think everybody saw that picture of Jimbo on Instagram yep. with his new great yes. niece, and that was <laughs> so my grandbaby. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he lives with every Monday. It's the the switch. So you know, every other week. Sw- yep. Yes. Every so he lives. Okay. You know, this Monday I'll get him back. He's with Julie's husband right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what does he like to do? He, Jimbo loves to spend time with his family. He loves to dance, just like Macy. <laughs> yes. just, yeah, we have lots of dance parties. He has the infamous wallets that he carries around in his pockets full of papers, and he sorts and sorts and sorts them. He goes five days a week to a workshop um, in Long Beach. It's called, oh gosh, Pam, say it. ARNC, and I forget <laughs> what they have now. They they have changed the name of it so many times to, yeah, and I can't even tell you what it's yeah. for, what it stands for right now. Yeah, but that's it's a um, workshop. Yeah. He goes somewhere great. He goes somewhere <laughs> great. <laughs> great. great. It's a godsend. They yeah. take great care of him. He goes there from nine to three, five days a week. And, you know, it's a, it's a, simple life that we lead with him just spending time with the people that he loves and friends and family that's it he just does what we do whatever we do he comes (laughs) along yeah he just comes along (laughs) yeah how did that come about that um out of 11 that you two share the responsibility of jimbo oh i i I don't know i mean um (laughs) my whole life i just knew i was going to take care of jimbo and I believe Julie felt the same way, um, but I knew it was me. <laughs> you know, it was like, no, he's mine. Yeah. You know, I, being younger than him, it was just, um, he's all I ever knew. I mean, I knew that I was gonna take care of him. I don't know how, why, I mean, our parents didn't, you know, say this is what you have to do. Right. It's just, we knew that he needed taken care of. So, you know, now a days, you know, right, right now with you guys like mm-hmm. y- you're seeing that they you know we didn't think Jimbo could go to college he couldn't you right. guys have the potential you know mm-hmm. they can be on their own mm-hmm. and you know that's what you're hoping for that's mm-hmm. that they will be able to be out on their own but you know maybe I, I know, know. <laughs> I'm, I'm still <laughs> getting there I'm like another, like on their own yeah. like in a tiny house in the yeah. backyard yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, for me, for me, Julie, I, I, um, I know that separately Pam and I had a conversation with our mother, not, and neither of us ever knew that the other had the same conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was around my mother our mother saying that she was 
um, going to make arrangements for when she was gone, arrangements for Jimbo to live somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I go, what, somewhere? What do you mean by that? And it, it, it was almost the identical conversation that we had and that Pam had with her too. And she said, oh, you know, I'm looking into facilities, mm-hmm. places that will take him. And I was like, he, he's not going anywhere. He's going to stay with us. He's going to stay. I don't want to burden any of the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of you. And, and we were like, I, I don't understand that term. I don't know what that means. What does a burden? I, he's right. not. You never thought that. No. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it. And, and then our mother passed first. And then he lived with our dad with our help for eight years after that. Mm-hmm. And then our dad fell ill suddenly. And it just happened. Hmm. It just, I mean, it literally happened overnight. Hmm. He started staying at Pam's, and then he would stay at my house for a few days, and then back to Pam's, and then... While we were trying to figure that out. Right. Yeah, and then it just, I don't even know how it morphed into once a week, but <laughs> it did. Yeah. It, it just worked. And and so what we decided was, it it was Monday, he goes to workshop, gets dropped off in the morning, by me, Monday afternoon, Pam picks him up and okay. takes him yeah. home and then keeps him for the week and then right. vice versa. And then vice versa. And it literally just evolved. Mm-hmm. No big discussion. Right. No. Yeah. How just, was, go ahead. How was that um, transition for Jimbo to go from being with your dad into right. your homes? Was that challenging? No. And we actually thought, oh, gosh, this is going to be horrible. He's such a heat... A creature of habit, mm, yeah. but no, it was more. We were the creatures of habit. He fell right into it. Not a problem. Oh, he really did, and he didn't. The funny thing was, was um, he didn't want to go back into his house, our house, uh, the house we grew up in, the only one we ever knew. He, it was like, he didn't want to go through that front door once he knew he was not living there mm-hmm. anymore. Right. It was kind of strange in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think that had to do with our parents being gone. Being gone. Right. And, and it's not, how he was coping yes. with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he Jimbo doesn't show um, what I... I mean, he shows joy, but not very... Very rarely does he show sadness. Okay. He just doesn't go there. And I don't know if he... And he did when we were children. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know if he doesn't allow himself to go there like in I, his person like his yes. in his personality he reserves that yes yes and and when our such a guy when thing, our right? parents <laughs> passed <laughs> away funny, you know yeah. just to be a little bit reserved yeah. with yeah. that kind of emotion yeah and when our parents passed away i think he just knew that wasn't his place anymore to be in that house right so he he'd get nervous didn't want to go in yeah so, you know it was interesting so can you talk about, you said that your your mom didn't want this to be a burden for you, that that it was not something that in childhood somebody was saying, someday you're going to take care of Jimbo. Um, can you tell us what your parents did well at, when you were children to communicate um, your roles as mm-hmm. his sisters? Um, I, I believe that it, it wasn't... Oh gosh, how do I? It wasn't just directed at Jimbo as my sibling. It was directed all of my siblings, my entire family. My parents made it very well known that your family is important. You take care of your family. You look out for your family. You know, you love your family. And and so I think that 
we actually, I think, as all kind of rallied around him mm-hmm. because he he was often the focal point for us. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, yeah. So I think that what they did well wasn't wasn't because of Jimbo having special needs. It was just as their what they thought of family, how they, mm-hmm. and that's. Would you, would you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would think uh, they didn't make a big deal about it. It was yeah. like, it, you know, it wasn't an issue. Right. You know, so it was like, um, you take care of your brother, or whether it's Julie, Dan, Jack, Patty, yeah. anybody, you know, it's you take care of your sisters or your brother. Right. Mm-hmm. Always. You're all a team. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Team. That's right. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're all a team. Mm-hmm. Literally a team. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a sports team. Like you can actually. Literally. Your, your, actually, your mom was running it like yeah, a sports yeah, team. Yeah. Kind of league. Yeah. We were two <laughs> basketball squads. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> One soccer. Yeah. However you want to look at it. That's great. Well, I would love to know what your relationship with Jimbo has looked like over the years. Like, because as, as people change... Uh, relationships change and now what what did it look like to have Jimbo as your brother as a teenager and then as a young adult and as when you're first married first having kids um, and now like as empty nesters what is how has it changed and evolved over the years you want me to go first (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm three and a half years older than Jimbo so I don't ever remember life without Jimbo. Pam doesn't remember life without Jimbo because she's younger than him. So I think when we were little, when we were children, I kind of had a role of teacher mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects. He didn't walk till he was four. He, um, he need. And when you're when you come from a really big family, you kind of take on roles that aren't traditional to children. Often, mm-hmm. you kind of take on a mom role to some of them if you're in a position like I was to the younger. Um, so I kind of think teacher. Then when we were teenagers, I had to sometimes take them all of them places. Totally. She didn't like to. Yeah, of course, right? <laughs> You're a teenager. I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> right. She's still very bitter. No, yeah, yeah. We weren't cool oh, enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She would have a sit down the beach from her. It's totally. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm it. the oldest girl. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Me and my sister Fatty would be all... We want to sit with you guys. And she'd go, no, you go down there. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend you're not <laughs> with me. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Okay. I did do that. Sorry. But, <laughs> but so then, so I think that I had that, um, as teenagers, that whole, I'm way cooler than my mm-hmm. young, younger siblings type thing. Then I got married really young. And the role that I played in Jimbo's life at that time was to go and get him from our parents' house and bring him back to my house. Mm. And not spend the night, or, but just to have dinner or spend right. a Saturday or Sunday. So just almost kind of, I guess you could call it a respite now right. for my parents. But not we didn't know what that totally. even meant. Mm-hmm. You know. 
And then, yeah. I have a question that this brought me to what I wanted to remember. So two things, when you were doing that, was that at your parents' request or that was all on your own? That was on our own because okay. I you Pam did it too yeah. when she moved out and got and I even did it I lived outside their house for a year before I got married okay. and so I even did that then just because his um, he loves to go somewhere right just to go right and my parents didn't go very often they right. just didn't they weren't um, and so that I in my early marriage took on that of mm -hmm. just you know you're giving him a social life yeah 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 and that. not and not really realizing right. at the time just doing you know like I said giving our, I guess giving my parents a respite but not even realizing it mm -hmm. at totally. the time and then what about you uh, no I was gonna say that too I, I never thought of it as giving them a break or anything like that but yeah I mean that <laughs> they probably were like uh could somebody you know give us a break right. but they never asked never, <laughs> they never I, I don't think they ever ever no. asked us to go get him no. or yeah but we would just do it just yeah you know. and then when they um uh, on a rare occasion our parents would travel to Ohio that's where they were born and I was born and um <laughs> not her but <laughs> and, um, and they would go just the two of them for a class reunion or something and so we had that role of sometimes we would I would pack up my kids and go and stay at their house mm -hmm. yeah. and stay with Jimbo Patty did that a lot yeah too. because it mm -hmm. was easier for Jimbo mm -hmm. it was kind of funny when you think about you know I had all these little kids but right. I'd pack them up and take them to him <laughs> I, was, I don't know <laughs> but so yeah, how was so it with your spouses? Because Jimbo yes. was, was I, I'm imagining a package deal. Oh, yeah. And I've met both <laughs> yes. of them. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. part of what was so endearing the first time we ever spent time together were his brother-in-law's relationship with him. Like, are, are these his brothers? And these are the brother-in-laws. It's very, um, what's the word? It's kind of magical. It, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, I can't find the word either because they're both awesome. Randy and Mark are awesome, our husbands. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> I love that. They, yeah, they, uh, you know, we never talked about that either. I mean, it just, it just happened. And, you know, finding somebody like we did, thank God, I, God mm -hmm. put these men in our lives mm -hmm. to go, okay, they're, they were so, I think we just knew they were so good with Jimbo that's how you fall in love with them anyway because mm. you know you kind of I don't know about you ladies but I'm just saying <laughs> it, it's how people react to your children you know or to Jimbo you kind of look okay you're kind of like at a guard right right you, you're watching how they're going to interact with them and you know if it's not a good interaction you're kind of going I I don't need to hang out with you right. <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> you know it's a little well, bit of probably a red flag we, you're like we <laughs> did with our men you know yeah. and these guys were diamonds. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, package deal. Yeah. Totally. There was a point when um, Randy and I have been married almost 40 years. Yeah, girl. That's yeah. awesome. And um, we're almost 31. Okay. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Pam, you're yeah. awesome yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we got it from yeah. parents. Yeah. 56 years. Wow. 56 years. Really but I told him from the get go, I'm not going anywhere with my with Jimbo still here you know what right. I mean like here like moving somewhere yeah. else yeah, yeah not I'm he's he is part of the package do yeah. I have to have 11 kids <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this it's beautiful it's amazing it's so cute 
<laughs> so when Jimbo, when it the transition happened, I know it wasn't like instant where he's half, half, or a week with you, a week with you, pointing at Julian. Yes. Um, <laughs> and was it a conversation with your spouse or it, it, it just was? <laughs> The conversation. <laughs> Did you ask them, you guys? No, I'm no, just kidding. I know. Each no, week he just no, does. No, you, Pam. Oh. Pam was actually adding on to her home when Poor. our father got suddenly ill. So, so Pam and it Mark. It was even before he got okay. sick. Yes, that we were adding it on, was knowing. For Jimbo, oh, you guys. So they added, they added a bedroom. Can my kids just hang yeah. out with you? It's kind Mercedes of like respite for me. Yeah. I am. This the is like, can't stop. So these, I, this is I all had, for me. So yeah. much this adding. episode is yeah. for me. So, <laughs> so I had space in my home because I had, my kids are a little bit older than Pam's and two of them were out already. I think. I think one was married and one was in college. College, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so I had the space. And then Pam and her husband had this conversation about um, eventually, someday, Jimbo is going to live with them. And honestly, I thought, okay, that's mm -hmm. going to happen. He's going to live with Pam and Mark, and I will be the respite or right, whatever right. that's mm -hmm. going to be and um, with Randy. I have to give them. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all yeah. <laughs> Me and Jimbo yeah. are like together. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But um, this is all very healthy, you guys. Like, <laughs> I know. There's no red flags, no fear yeah. um, So, so, yes, yeah, so Pam and Mark obviously had a conversation because they were adding on to their home. And then our dad suddenly got ill. And and it, that, that's a long story for another day. But so he started living at my house first because they weren't ready yet. Okay. So, but then her on on the weekends he would go to Pam's house and her wonderful son Brian would give up his room and sleep on the couch Brian. and let Jimbo have his room. That's sweet. And so then it so then it became this. Well, now I have him. I'm not giving him to you right. all the time, <laughs> you know. So then it just, yeah. I'm like give him back. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he's mine. Because <laughs> he's a fun time. He's yeah. a fun time. So now, as as adults, and I will say, Jimbo's 56. So they told our parents he might live to be a young teenager. Wow. Mm. At the time, in 1962. That's two. 1960. Yeah. And and um. They told him, them that he should be institutionalized mm -hmm. and um, that his life would never be anything. And how wrong they were. Yeah. How, yeah. <laughs> so um, I will be 60 this year. Get and it. Yeah. And she looks fabulous. <laughs> yeah, she does, ladies and gentlemen. And um, thank you. And, yep. um, but so now the role is. Sometimes I feel like his parent. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not all the time. Right. But um, as he ages, there's just a few things that are happening. And so he forgets things and things right. like this. So you take on a different kind of role. Right. But he's still my pal, you know? Yeah. He's off with Randy today, taking care of our motorhome <laughs> and doing stuff. You know, they're just Huge. pals. And You're right. So, but that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said that beautifully. You did say it beautifully. <laughs> yeah. Will you tell us about the decision to share Jimbo with the rest of us 
and start this Instagram account. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Story. (laughs) Um, So my youngest daughter Amy lived with Jimbo, the longest of my children, because after even she became a mom, she and her daughter lived with us for five years after Radley was born. And um, our nephew, Brandon, took special ed classes, right? He was going to be a special ed teacher. Somehow he got hooked up to Instagram and following people with Down syndrome. I don't know how. And then he started sharing sharing all of these lovely accounts with us. And my daughter, Amy, who Jimbo loves and adores, and she called me, and Pam, actually, she asked us both her permission. She said, I'm following all these people with young children with Down syndrome, and I don't see any Mm -hmm. adults. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that people need to see people that are adults with Mm -hmm. Down syndrome and see how great this is and how he's fabulous and wonderful. And so that's how it started. And she's still the manager. (laughs) (laughs) She texts and says, I need a new photo. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, that's how that started. It's so great. She has three children of her own now. So I think it's not as, um, you know, as often as people would like to see Jimbo. But I agree with that. You know. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want more, Amy. We want more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think she wanted to come back for more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So <laughs> that's how that started. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really great. I would love to know about Jimbo's role with all of the rest of the extended family. So do you have a number for how many nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews does he have? Oh, goodness. I think there's 77 Get out um, of people. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sick. sorry. I think there's 77 people, like between the 11 kids, the grandkids, and the great grandkids, <laughs> and there's one great great grandchild right now, but really? another great great grandchild on the way. Way. <laughs> Which would be his great great niece or nephew, right? Yes. He's he's great great uncle. Yeah. To yes, yes. He's so, great, for, great. so from our parents, parents right. yeah, right. yeah. 77 people. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh I think goodness. that baby is going to be the 78th. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. I love this so much. Yeah. I, I like I was just always sure I'd have three kids and I'm how often does he see how many people I don't know how to, how to word this question right. even um okay um when when he's with when when Jimbo spends the week with me he often sees my daughters that live here. I have one that lives on the East Coast, but the girls that live here and the eight grandkids, almost every time that he is with me, he mm-hmm. sees someone, someone in that. And how are like the, the littlest kids with Jimbo? <sighs> Divine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they love him. It's it's very interesting because I um, he's you've met him. He's loud. Mm-hmm. Well, he's amazing. He yeah. makes right. he yeah. makes yeah. loud noises. He makes loud noises. Yeah. Makes, yeah. yeah, and he um, noises. Too. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he he will let them hug on him. He lets. But then he go. You know, has a has a arm's length after a few okay. minutes. Right. Like, and he like, I'm, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I'm just done. a little <laughs> nudge. Like, okay, I've had enough of you. <laughs> go. You know. Um, and it's interesting, two of my granddaughters in particular, 
he and the one that lived with us for the five years and then another one that is seven he he gives them a little bit more grace and space oh interesting i was gonna say does he have a favorite family member you don't have to name names but are there people <laughs> that tell me no we need to be truthful here it's randy is it Randy, Randy your husband? Yeah, it's wow. Randy. Even I mean, he loves Mark. He loves Julie. He loves me. But it's yeah. Randy. And you guys, I just have to say, the first time we met, we're out at the big playground, and so Jim about to go to the bathroom, and yes. it was Randy, and Randy yeah. is holding his hand walking across yeah. the grass. Did you the Randy and Mark? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were both Love there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. maybe but they were just like hand bathroom. in hand. Yeah, like, this is beautiful. Yeah, in my life forever. Yeah, yes, but Randy has become his. I just, I, and I say to him, yeah. you know, I used to be his favorite. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're yeah. older, I'm yeah. favorite younger. How's that? The favorite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, that would be all no. But then no, he no. sees, um, he sees your kids when you have him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least once, yeah. at least once during the week, he'll see Somebody. one or both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, greater family. That's why I say the big, I, you know, we try to get together at least a couple times a year. Um, the ones that live here and then like for instance my family has um, something happening tonight and Jimbo's going to go spend the evening with Patty mm-hmm. oh fine so, so he gets to go yeah yeah, yeah. and our sister Cindy was w- ha- a couple weeks ago she came to my house and he you know so he sees mm-hmm. right. somebody yeah. you know from time to time what so, are yeah. the names all your siblings names Patty, Cindy. I just think yeah. this is going to be Betsy, fun. Betsy, David, <laughs> Jenny, Cindy, Libby, Dan, Julie, Jack, Jack Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, please tell me that you went Best. in order. We're doing <laughs> oldest to youngest. Did you used to have races. Yes. Oh my God. You used to have races. Is that <laughs> what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm going to get there yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You two are adorable. That's so fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so my, I have a question. As, as, as advice givers, as our sages here, um, what would you say to young moms, mm-hmm. um, those of us who have kids and we're with Down syndrome and we're just starting out and we're um, looking ahead to 20, 30, 40 years down the road, mm-hmm. what is your advice to us about how to raise all of our children and what, what it looks like to be the kind of moms that we want to be. Oh, sometimes I think that we can't overthink it. Hmm. That you just have to I I I think God had a huge hand in what is happening in our life with Jimbo right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you ask our other siblings, they didn't have that conversation with our mother. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. I, I know she didn't seek me out. I didn't mm-hmm. seek her out over the question of whether who was gonna take care of him. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Well, if it just happens, it's God doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I, and sometimes I think you just have to let your kids be the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. They just have to figure out who they are and who, like I needed to know who I was and how Jimbo fits in to my life. Mm -hmm. 
And if I may say also, if one of your children, or if they don't feel the, um, oh, I don't know how to say this uh, without, um, like if they are not able mm -hmm. to take on the role mm -hmm. of watching over Ace or Macy and August or, or Sunny mm -hmm. or um, don't condemn them. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, I mean, if it's not in them to mm -hmm. be able to do that, but, but take care of them in a different way. Mm -hmm. Right. Not necessarily in their home or whatever, if they have to, whatever, whatever the role may be. They have to do what they have to do. Right. It's, it's on each of us, you know, all 11 or 10 of us, I guess. You know, the 10 of us had to do what we had to do. And mm -hmm. same with each one of your kids, you know. That's really good. Yeah. And I, I do think that we all loved him equally. Mm -hmm. I just think that n not everybody could take on this role. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For, for many reasons, not just, oh, it's, you know, some of them have full-time jobs or, what you know, whatever. But I right. just mean in their personality. Mm -hmm. In their personality. Yeah. That's what I was thinking Couldn't, when you were saying You know, that. for sure. some. And it's not yeah. like better or worse. Oh, it's no. just yeah. absolutely. Just you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't want anybody to think, oh, gosh, you know, you're either worse or you're better right. because right. of that, right. you know. And, you know, I'm sure that. You know, I know our sister Patty would take this on in a second, but she does have a full-time job, and right. she has to. That's what she needs to do right now. Exactly. And who knows what's going to happen in five or ten years mm -hmm. with you know, yeah. maybe a different story. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a calling. Yeah, it's exactly. it's a calling. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and I think that I think that the importance of family, whatever that family looks like, you know, whatever the families mm -hmm. look like that you stick together and you try to do your very best for each other. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing that you can teach your kids. I think that's okay. all, yeah. I have a question. Um, this is more of um, your mom and dad. What, did they say anything about Jimbo like and raising him? Did your mom, I don't know, any sweet thing that you think your mom or your dad would want us parents to know? You know what? I, I remember mom saying a lot. She would say, oh, he didn't mean such and such, whatever he may have done if he hurt you or whatever. He doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand, you know. Right. And I would think to myself, what do you mean he doesn't understand? What? You know. Right. And then I would just kind of have to think about that for a while, you know. Why doesn't he understand? Mm -hmm. Right. You know. But then, it, yeah. It, I, I have two things. My our Our dad was kind of a gruff that not was the word I was just going to use gruff, yeah. <laughs> kind of not not very um, didn't ne did not wear his emotions on his sleeve at mm -hmm. all didn't um, wasn't very um, not you know not a hugger not mm -hmm. a, you know I have this the most endearing thing about him that uh, he could have only done this one thing in my whole life and it would have endeared him to me and st still does when they told our parents, because you know back in the day we didn't have all this, um, the prenatal diagnosis yeah. and all that right. stuff. So Jimbo's born and instantly there's something not right. right. And my mother, you know, they, they realized my dad's not in the room. He didn't have, you oh, know, dad's right. not in the room that's at the fine. time. Yeah. 
So they go get him and they tell him that okay. they think that the baby at that time, I won't say what they, you know, they didn't use these, they didn't call it Down syndrome, but, but they, so they tell my dad, they have him come in so that they can tell our mother. And he, they're in the hospital, ladies picture this, you've just had a baby and the doctor comes in with your husband and tells you that your baby is not perfect and that we don't think you should take this baby home to your mm -hmm. other, you know, the other eight, wait, he's ninth. Yes, mm -hmm. so your mm -hmm. other, you know, children because he'll be a burden to them mm -hmm. and to you. So we think mm -hmm. you should institutionalize him. Mm -hmm. And my dad said, colorful language apparently that's our legend yeah. whether it was true or <laughs> not colorful language yeah, whether there whether, were a time yes. <laughs> <colorful language. laughs> yeah. to tell them what they could do with their thoughts mm -hmm. and that he was going to take that baby home and show how their his siblings how much he can love he could be loved and love someone mm -hmm. and that what are you what would he be saying if he told his other children that Jimbo could be just tossed aside. Right. What would that mean? It, so if it endeared him to me forever, because what would I look like if I didn't have Jimbo? I don't know what I would look like. What would, my life would not be what it is. I wouldn't. We would not be the same. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. That's such a beautiful story. I love that you share beautiful. that. I've, I've talked to women um, who are pregnant and have an in utero diagnosis and and I remember talking to one woman and she had an older daughter and her father cornered her who would be the, the grandfather and said if you keep this baby you are ruining your daughter's life <sighs> and she's since had this baby and and realizing that's not true but that pressure and um, just for you guys to share your story and to share Jimbo with the world and like for like dear mom you know you yeah. hear this your kids are going to be better for this diagnosis yes. yeah. 100% forever yeah. you yes. know and not that it's yeah. not going to be hard and not that and your grandkids mm -hmm. because oh, you right. have to the trickle down the has trickle been down. i mean i have a seven-year-old who actually has said she is asking god to give her a baby with down syndrome yes. i love Isn't it it's amazing she could adopt yes she can <laughs> <laughs> and she but she tells her mom but you can't steal the baby <laughs> oh, <that's> so funny. <laughs> yeah. i love it no mom it's really my yeah. baby, my baby. <laughs> so good. i love that yeah yeah but it's I this whole it. idea like of, of shifting this down syndrome narrative which yes. is such a huge yes. goal for this podcast and for why all mm -hmm. of us are like willing to put our kids out there on the social media platforms and i have a friend who she has three kids biological and one adopted with down syndrome or two bio, and then she got pregnant with a, with a, would be her fourth, so that all makes sense. And when they went into the ultrasound for the testing, her older kids who don't have Down syndrome, but have this younger brother who does, they're like, does the baby have Down syndrome? Oh, like, yes. so excited. <laughs> and the tech was like, what? Like, this is the first time this has ever happened. Oh, yeah. But our, the kid, our kids are such a gift to yeah. the world and to everyone in the yeah. family. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I cannot thank you guys enough for being here. Oh, thank you for having us. Right. I feel like this we could awesome. talk forever yes, and ever and ever. Yes, we could. Um, I, I'm going to put you on the spot, but we're, we're going to be ending um, all of our episodes by letting people share their good news mm -hmm. and what the person in their life with Down syndrome is accomplishing or learning or just doing or finding delight in. And so is there something that Jimbo is, something Jimbo is into or doing right now that is worth celebrating? I think Jimbo just celebrating his 56th birthday 
is worth celebrating. Yes, yes. definitely. 56. Definitely. Yeah, because when I was younger, it was like, he's not going to live to be a teenager, so just be prepared, you know? Right. And then it was like, well, maybe it's more like 20. Right. Okay, well, he's now a miracle now, right? Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my friends said he outlived, he has far outlived his expiration date. Uh, far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. That's our good news. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Some good news, girls. Thank you, Pam and Julie. Yes. Oh, you're Thank welcome. You. Thanks for having it's us. So fun. Thank you. It's so fun. All right, friends, as we continue this discussion on siblings, this next guest is epic. I'm so thankful she's here. She <laughs> hopped on an airplane yesterday from Houston, right? Mm -hmm. Texas. And um, this is Ace. And Ace is from an Instagram account called Icharumba. Am I saying that right? Icharumba. Oh, man, I've said it wrong my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> called Icharumba. I stand corrected. Um, I... I want to remember, oh wait, Ace, this is how I heard about you. Okay, so our eldest daughter, Mason, is adopted. And I remember somebody, when we talked about Mason, um, sending videos around, and there was a video of you and your brother that you can tell us more about in a little bit that went viral. Mm -hmm. And watching this video and weeping and weeping and weeping. And I mean, Ace and her brother's name is Archie um, in this video. And Archie's adopted and watching you guys meet for the first time. And um, Ace is, is natural born. With her parents and so i remember watching this video and it's just such an incredible video and then a couple years later this woman emails me and you were raising money for another adoption um it's turning into a long story sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> and um she wanted to know if i would send her a picture of my kids for a poem that you had written to write a book to sell this book for an adoption for another child and um and i'm like sure i'll do that and then it took me a while but i'm like wait a second is this Ace and Archie? Like, is that who you're talking about to your mom through an email? Like, this is the, the Ace and Archie. Anyways, we'll have a link to that video on our website for all you guys to see. Um, but Ace is here today, and we're excited to get to talk to her. Woo, welcome yes, welcome. Hey. Hi, Hi, Ace. Hey, Ace. <laughs> um, Ace, one of the things we wanted to do, we've just, we've just been talking with a couple of, like, older grown-up siblings mm -hmm. about their relationship with their grown-up brother who has Down syndrome. And we really wanted to get the perspective of a kid. And you are a kid. Yes. <laughs> so you're the perfect person to tell us Thank about you. your life. Thank you for being here. Um, so we really wanted to start out and just let you tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, you have the coolest name in the world, Thank which you. is also the name of my two-year-old. So I feel very bonded with you. <laughs> um, what what grade are you in? Tell us your favorite things to do. Okay, so I am in fourth grade, and my favorite things to do is go to like animal shelters and like look and play with all the animals, and just play with animals all the time. Really? Do you have a favorite animal? Well, my favorite animal is every animal, because so <laughs> I basically have every animal as a pet. Really? So fun. Tell us about your pets. Okay, so I have dogs, cats, a tortoise, a pig. What? <laughs> That's so fun. Animal living. Since this is a sibling episode, we would love to know about your brothers and sister. Can so you tell us a little bit about them? Um, well, 
My sister and my youngest brother, they wreck stuff. Oh, really? The, time. the hooligans, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly known as the hooligans. Do you have, like, a place to lock your stuff up? Keep it from being wrecked? Sort of. I used to, at least. But um, it was, like, this file cabinet that had a lock on it. Yeah. And I would lock my stuff in there. But they would find the key and, like, get into it. Oh, man. Okay, how old are they? Um, my oldest, my sister, is... 14 she just turned 14 and my oldest brother is 13 and my youngest brother is three okay and how old are you i'm nine okay three nine 13 14 is that correct yes and your older sister and your older brother have down syndrome yes and were adopted Mm -hmm. okay i would love to hear your story first and you were younger when Archie came home but just what that was like for you as his sister and then again when Sevy came home what that was like for you okay do you want to tell us a little bit about that okay, okay. um so when Archie came home uh, when we first met him I was th- like three so I remember it but not as well as I remember Sevy yeah so I just remember going to his orphanage and then like playing with him like all day and just like running around chasing him and like hugging him all the time. <laughs> and the first time I hugged him, I just, when I stopped, I just started jumping up and down like awkwardly. <laughs> and I just, it was just a really fun day for me. That was awesome. And tell us about meeting Sevy. When I was when not when I met Sevy, I was like six or seven. I think I was six, and I went to Bulgaria, and we got to her orphanage, and I met her, and we were playing, and where she stayed, and we looked out the window, and it just started snowing. Oh. So every time she sees snow again, she's just like jumping up and down, like that's so cool. Mm. Even though she can't say that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And what's it been like? How long has Sevy been home? Sevy's been home for almost two years. Okay. And so she was 12 when she came home? Or Ye- le- yes, 12. 12. And what's that been like the last two years? How have how have you changed as a sister in the last two years with Sevy being home? Um, I finally have someone to paint my... Um, someone to paint nails with. That's that's so good. Except for she can't do it on me, but I do it on her. Right. (laughs) She'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So hard. I don't. I actually can't paint people's nails either. (laughs) (laughs) And stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. sisterly stuff, and then. I just, like, was so happy to finally have a sister because I was, like, begging for a sister. (laughs) So awesome. That's really cool. I'm wondering, Ace, about if you can remember um, when Archie first came home, if your parents talked to you about Down syndrome, if you remember, like, trying to understand what it meant or how how they explained it to you. I don't really remember that. No. You feel like you've just kind of always known what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys talk about it a lot as a family, or does it not come up that much? Not really. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What do you think about having two siblings with Down syndrome? Because not a lot of kids do, right? Like, not very many yeah. nine-year-olds have two siblings yeah. with Down syndrome. <laughs> so is that something you even think about, or or what, what, is, what do you think? Well, I don't think about it 
so much, but like my friends, they came up, they come over and we just play with them, and like Sevi will like jump up and down, and be like, hi, and just start waving and try to say <laughs> hi. That's so fun. What do you want people to know about your brother and sister with Down syndrome? Um, well, Archie can actually speak, so he will just like sit down and like talk the whole day. He won't <laughs> stop. And Sevi sort of just uses her sign language, but like she does like scream a lot, like trying to tell her tell you what she wants. Mm -hmm. And she loves to be like active like on a rope because we have a rope in mm -hmm. our living room. So that's all she'll do all day. Ace, what do you think the, well, two things. What do you think the best part of having siblings with Down syndrome is? And what do you think is the hardest part of having siblings with Down syndrome? The hardest part is probably when they can't talk because, like, Archie couldn't talk at first. Sevi still can't talk. And it's just, like, you want to know what they're saying, but you can't. Mm. But sometimes they get there and sometimes they just can't talk. Mm -hmm. And the happiest part or, like, the whatever it's called part, <laughs> are like when they play with you and are just happy and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Cool. Um, Ace, have you ever had a friend say something hurtful to you about one of your siblings um, with Down syndrome? And how did you respond? I don't think that's ever happened. I love that. That's so cool. That's the that's best awesome. kind of answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. Um, if you meet people, so we talk to people as parents, right? We'll talk to people, and on this episode, we talked before a little bit about meeting people who um, find out that the child, they have kids already, and then mm -hmm. they find out that their baby is going to have Down syndrome, and they're really worried about the kids who they have who don't have Down syndrome. What would you want to say to that mom? Does that question make sense? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> about being a sibling of someone who has Down syndrome. What would, do you want that parent to know? Um, that it's just fun and lots of crazy. <laughs> 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 but it's awesome at the end of the day. I love That's that. Good. Awesome. It's awesome at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. On that note, right? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share? Anything we need to know? Archie is obsessed with technology. <laughs> <laughs> Do you teach him? Or does he teach you? He teaches himself. He teaches himself. That's awesome. Does Archie like animals as much as you do? I probably like animals the most. Radko's coming up on second because okay. he's a little rough with them. Uh -huh. How old is he? He's three. Okay. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Ace, for being on the show. You're welcome. We appreciate you taking the time. Mm -hmm. And we think you are a little world changer in the making, girl. Yes. And you we're so thankful are. for your voice in this world. We really are. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. They are all adorable. What I, I think, yeah. I think that there's what stood out to me about both the interview with with Pam and Julie and with Ace is the simplicity of just the way that each of them spoke about their siblings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there wasn't a lot of, there was, it wasn't complicated. Mm -mm. It was love. Mm -hmm. It's like no it's big so deal. Yeah. yeah. This is what, this no is what deal. we do. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We love our siblings. And if people ask me about Truly, like, how is, how is it for her? I'm like, this is her normal. And I, I felt like that was kind of a theme for them. It like, was. even with Ace and she's mm-hmm. younger, I feel like we're trying to pull it out of her. And she's like, uh, it's like this my, is what I, I do. What yeah. <laughs> like, this is my normal <laughs> thing. Nothing bad to say. It was yeah. so amazing. Yeah. It was really yeah. All of them. What yeah. a gift to have them on. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys, it is time for us to head out. But... Hey, make sure that you check out the show notes on the website. We'll have links there to everybody's social media accounts, to Icaramba, to Jimbo is the man, also to the viral video of Ace and Archie. And we're so glad you joined us today. You guys take care. We'll see you next time on the podcast. On (laughs) On the Lucky Few. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Lucky Few Podcast. Review our show on iTunes and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media at The Lucky Few Pod. Subscribe on our website for ongoing updates at theluckyfewpodcast.com. Tell us about your good news by leaving us a voicemail or text at 424-442-9147. Our show is edited and produced by Andy Lara at andylikeswords.com. See you next time.